as they're walking to school, they come across a fortune teller. And because Yugi... This is what we call being primed. Yugi is thinking about his fate because of what Yami said. If you could change your fate, would you? Uh, And Yugi is thinking... (laughs) He wants to change his fate, and uh, he wants to know what the future has in store for him, like any of us do. And the fortune teller, who, by the way, is completely cloaked to the point where, like, not only can you not tell who this person is, but, like, you don't even know what they are. Mm-hmm. You don't even know if they're a human being. It could be a robot. Um, so, could be Splinter. Could be yeah. a huge rat. Yeah, it could be a giant rat in a cloak. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to know. Yeah, um, so if it's Splinter, he's wearing a gi and then a cloak. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he's the, the OG R-O-U-S. Yeah. Uh, Ron is of unusual size. True <laughs> facts. Now, power scale Wesley, if Wesley had run into Splinter in those caves, would he have been able to get out alive? Uh, sound off in the comments. Um, <laughs> power scale Wesley to Splinter. Anyway, the fortune teller uh, asks for a personal item and suggests the Millennium Puzzle. Now, <laughs> fucking Yuki. It's the yeah. dumbest, dumbest the shonen dumb protagonist bitch. alive. Because Taya goes like, that's probably not a good idea, huh? And Yugi's like, well, it's probably not a good idea. And the fortune teller's like, are you sure? And Yugi's like, ah, it's fine. Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's basically like Will, like Will Ferrell in the Austin Powers movies. He just has to ask him twice. And then Yugi's yeah. like, sure. He hands over yep. the Millennium Puzzle. And immediately it gets stolen. Like, immediately, as soon as yeah. he puts it in his hand, he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> he flips yeah. the table and runs out of there. <laughs> I mean, he probably didn't think that was going to actually work. Yeah. Um, he probably he thought he was going to steal real it. confident. Although, we yeah. haven't solved the mystery of how he put up all those arrows. I mean, and maybe he did think it was going to work because he put up all those arrows. Yeah. So, because he couldn't have done it while he was running. I would have so- loved if, if Yuki Tay came across him while he was putting up the arrows. <laughs> Excuse me. That would be incredible. Sure. <laughs> huh? Are you? Uh, and also, how did he know that Yugi was going to walk down that street? Exactly. You know, he didn't have enough time to set up all the arrows. Yeah. How does he? He knows his routes of school, I guess. But it's not like a straight line. Creep. There's surely routes. Well, um, and also, it wasn't a regular school day. It was a soccer game. It was, like, just oh, something yeah. that was happening. So, like, soccer, he had to... Yeah. <laughs> the soccer game plot makes this less believable. Because <laughs> you would have to know that they're working at the soccer game yeah. on a Saturday. And what time they were going to show up. Like, there was any specific, like, time yeah. that they were going to actually show up to the soccer game. And then there's also two people in the mix. So they could have started at Taya's house. Or they could have started at Yugi's house or something. You know Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is just one of those things that we're not supposed you to question. Just suspend your disbelief for the magic talkie card show, okay? <laughs> I would have loved two different shows: one, you can Tay arrive early while he's putting up the arrows, and two, you can Tay arrive really late and he's just sitting there at that booth. And then other people come up asking for their fortunes, and then like you can Tay like, walk uh, past while there's other people in the way they don't see oh, him. Is there clients? Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! He's like, wait, no, no, I need him. I mean, future dictates that you leave right the fuck now. I need to talk to this other guy. I need the little boy with the purple spiked hair. 
Um, it's important. I've been waiting for this little boy all day that he gets arrested. And that's then he gets arrested, yeah. For gets... waiting for little boys. You don't understand. I know how he gets to school. Now, I knew he was volunteering for the soccer game today. I looked at the chore board at the Japanese public high school. I... You don't understand. <laughs> I've just been stalking him for the last two weeks. I know his entire schedule. Um, yeah. But if we can also tell you your future officer. Yeah. <laughs> your future is you're not arresting me. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> um, so uh, Yugi's like, hey, Taya, let's split up. Which actually makes sense to catch a thief, I guess. Uh, Taya runs into Bakura. <laughs> so then... Uh, Bakura's like, what's wrong, Taya? And Taya's like, oh no, someone stole Yugi's Millennium Puzzle. We're gonna go catch him. And Bakura's like, that's awful. I'll go get help. And then he turns around and is immediately evil. Now, yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, what's Okay, what's, oh fuck, I meant to look this up before. What's the name of that movie with Richard Gere and Edward Norton? Um, oh. You know what I'm talking about? God. No, not at uh, all. Edward Norton. Um, Prim, Prim, uh, Primal Fear. Primal Fear. Okay, that, I have not seen that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna spoil it <laughs> if you don't mind. Go for it. I'm probably okay. not gonna. I'm not gonna see most uh, non lighthouse white dude guys. Movies. Sure. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. We do stay in lighthouse there. <laughs> uh, so Primal Fear. The general conceit is that uh, Richard Gere's a lawyer. Edward Norton plays a guy who's a murderer, but he has split personality disorder. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, there's a murderous him, and then there's a Roy, which is the nice him. Right. So Roy's the nice him, and then there's a... I don't remember the evil him's name. But mm. So then, the big reveal at the end of Primal Fear is Edward Norton, he says from jail to Richard Gere, there never was a Roy. Meaning, like, he was always... there. He faked the good guy split personality thing. Because Richard Gere first asked, like, there was never a bad... Oh. Like, at first, he's like... <laughs> he's like, wait, you were faking being... Like, he's like, you were faking both personas, or whatever. And he's like, no, I was just faking the good one. It's just faking Roy. Oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah. so that's that's the the big line is, there never was a Roy. It's like Mm -hmm. the big, uh, soil and green is people, you know. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, so Mike, the the reason I bring that up is, is, was there ever good Bakura? (laughs) Is what I don't understand. Like, is there good Bakura? And he's, like, is... Is is good Bakura real or is there only bad Bakura faking good Bakura? Was there uh, ever a good what, Bakura? <laughs> what what I'm curious about because if Yugi has the thing happen to his eyes when the Pharaoh comes in because of the Millennium Puzzle, is it the Millennium Ring? Is that what he's calling it? Yeah, the, he has the Millennium Ring. Yeah. So is there some Pharaoh thing in the ring that's evil because it, his eyes change the same way? Um, am I making that up? Like, because they, they appear to both be attached to Millennium. They have the thing attached to Millennium items. So. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. The, the evil Bakura might be the spirit of the Millennium Ring. And yeah, that's what made Bakura bad? In theory, yeah. Because, I mean, it's changing his eyes. It, make, it, it makes him have the angry, powerful. I mean, he's not. The, his, the second him isn't taller. No. Uh, but like he's evil the, now. <laughs> <laughs> but he's evil, and it's also a, just markedly a different person, yes. regardless of moral alignment. There's like a different thing in yeah. the the Millennium Ring or whatever. Right. Um, unless there's not, unless there's only unless a there's different not. Pharaoh dude in the puzzle, and there's no, no different dude in the ring. 
I don't know how the items right. work. Do they all That's have the some different dude in there? I don't know. <laughs> Based on the puzzle, because yeah. like they don't all have this, but the puzzle has an alternate spirit, which is Yami. Yeah. So I would assume the ring has an alternate spirit, which is evil guy. Yeah. Bakura. We don't know who he is. That's the logic, unless it's just the puzzle that does that. I'm not putting anything past this show. That's There's the thing. Like, what if Bakura... There's holes everywhere. Bakura, so. Bakura could have split personality disorder and then have just found the Millennium Ring. Yeah. <laughs> it was, but that would seem <laughs> weird in a show where Millennium Puzzle gives a kid another persona. Yeah, exactly. So, so. I'm going to assume that it's the ring... But so then does that so that means good Bakura existed. He was just a nice, mm. sweet Australian boy or whatever. And he found yeah. the ring. But so that means the ring does good Bakura realize that the ring is taking over him then? Or, yeah, that's, that's the I'm thing. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it's like because oh, now like I see now I'm getting like way too analytical about this. But at one point <laughs> he's like, I will, I will. He was like, I will find the Millennium Puzzle with my Millennium Ring. Um, I don't know if Yami ever addresses the Millennium Puzzle as my Millennium Puzzle. No. Um, that's, no so maybe there is yeah. some difference there. But now we're also dealing with like a Japanese to English <laughs> thing. So I'm not sure. And like, I, I'm, I'm suspicious of dubs in general. Sure. Like, and we're trying to psychoanalyze a Japanese cartoon character. Yeah. But... But that's why we're here. 